Ernest uh, goes to jail. Totally cool. Oh, yeah. Ernest goes to camp. We're yes. on board. <laughs> Ernest saves Christmas. Yes, please. Poor little stupid Ernest. I said it. I said stupid. It. I said it. Stupid. I wonder if it's the same dog from Frasier. This could all come back together. <laughs> This is Sorta Hildo Spills the Beans. I'm Dave Hilden, and I have with me today Corey. Hi. And we are doing a sub-podcast called Hey Vern, It's a Podcast. Know what I mean? (laughs) So we are going to attempt to watch all of the, everything from the ECU (laughs) <laughs> the Ernest Cinematic Universe. Yes, that's correct. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, tonight, it's getting closer to Halloween. So, Corey and I decided a year ago we would watch Ernest Scared Stupid. October of 2018. <laughs> yeah, October 31st of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I took the kids trick-or-treating. And then after that, after the whole candy high was done, I drove over to your house, which Corey and I live 1.6 miles away from each other, and we watched Ernest Scared Stupid. Well, most of it. Um, <laughs> I, do, I don't know that you, I don't know that you made it through the whole thing. <laughs> wow! Throw me right under the bus first thing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I fall asleep during movies, even if I like them. It's. Uh... It's something that's gone back about as about as long as we've oh, known gosh. each other. I remember you guys coming over to our apartment and the four of us watching a movie together and my wife and I just fell asleep. It would often end up as the two of us watching, my, <laughs> Sarah and me, watching a movie while you guys sat and slept on the couch in like, your apartment. Then you were like, huh, we could have watched a different movie at home that we probably would have liked better instead of some Tim Burton movie or an Ernest movie. <laughs> <laughs> so full disclosure... This is the, now the second time we've recorded this episode. As as any true podcast would go. Yeah, that's true. We are officially a podcast now. I uh, accidentally deleted all of Corey's audio from the last episode that we recorded. So we, we kept the good stuff. We just we just lost the stuff that was garbage anyway. <laughs> yeah, just my reaction. <laughs> yep. You're like the historian because <laughs> I have not watched Ernest Scared Stupid for a year. We okay, so we watched this in October of last year. Yeah, and then almost a year passed, and then we actually got out and we decided we were going to record it. Um, hopefully in time to release before Halloween again this year. Yeah, which is and still up in the air. I mean, it's it, it's gonna. I hope <laughs> it it's gonna happen. happen but <laughs> so you text me yeah. Wednesday night at like ten thirty p.m. and I immediately said well it has been a year since we watched this movie i need to i need to have a refresher (laughs) you were taking notes but i was just like we're gonna watch this we're gonna record i don't need to remember anything we were gonna record that night but But, i was so tired that i was like there's no way that i'm gonna make any sense right so so i right then like 11 o'clock wednesday night i rewatched Ernest scared stupid um, in bed with Sarah sleeping or attempting to sleep while the 
well, the troll in Ernest Scared Stupid is making all of these farting noises and talking. <laughs> and you were um, giggling to yourself over the farting noises. Yeah, <laughs> there he goes again. Um, so then I made some notes for myself the second time around. And we the first record, I thought we did fairly well. It was a fairly good system. Which we'll still be able to do because I don't remember. I remember a few things that you said, <laughs> but as far as like the actual right, because the movie has been even longer ago now since you've watched it. Yeah, well, I t- attempted to watch it tonight and got interrupted, so I got about like ten minutes in, maybe fifteen minutes in. So you've seen you've seen the first fifteen minutes several times <laughs> more more recently than I have. Yeah, yeah today. <laughs> uh, so let's just jump in. Let's do it. So. This is a film directed by John Cherry. <laughs> I got that out of the first 10 minutes. So as I'm looking this up, I need to tell a story because uh, growing up, oh, he goes by John R. Cherry the Third. Wow. So regal. Lots of earnest movies, dude. It's probably missing Jim Varney. Jim Varney's no longer alive, so they're earnest movies. He's the most notable for that. Um, so growing up, you and I have similar backgrounds as far as what we were allowed to watch and what we were not, what we were allowed to watch, what we were not allowed to watch. Correct. And um, Ernest Scared Stupid was on the list of not allowed. Nope. I had a birthday party, and I really wanted to watch it. Oh, and by the way, we were not allowed to say Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> we had to say Ernest Scared Stiff because Stupid was not allowed to be said in our house. <laughs> Uh, I, that's, that's a story for off the air, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, we were not allowed to say Ernest scared stupid. So I always called it Ernest scared stiff. And I was like, please, can we rent Ernest scared stiff? That's my birthday. I would really love to, my birthday's in the fall. So somehow we got the okay to go to Mr. Movies and rent Ernest scared stupid. We've watched it probably the first 10 minutes maybe so about the same amount yeah that you about watched the tonight. same amount that i've seen and it was an immediate no we're not watching this see we were allowed to say stupid so we were allowed to <laughs> say the title of the movie so i had that on you you're allowed to ask for the real movie but after we asked for it we were promptly shot down it didn't matter whose birthday it was <laughs> Ernest scared stupid was not coming up. Ernest uh, goes to jail. Totally cool. Oh yeah. Ernest goes to camp. We're yes. on board. <laughs> Ernest saves Christmas. Yes, please. But no, you can't know. Scared stupid. Right out. Which I was thinking, we maybe should watch Ernest scared or er, Ernest saves Christmas next, so we can get out a Christmas episode. I don't know. Where was I going with this? Uh, you got ten minutes in. To oh yeah, and it, and it was shut down completely. Yeah. Which makes sense because the first ten minutes. So it starts off. My my first note that I have here is monster mashup. Yeah, because, the opening credit scene. Yeah, it's like all these black and white movies, and then Ernest is just reacting to the black and white movies. Reacting in a way that only Ernest could. Oh yeah, it's like extreme facial expressions. Rubber face, yeah. like yeah. There's one where there's a black and white of a guy, his head is popping out of a toilet. <laughs> do you remember that? No, that I do not remember. <laughs> Ernest just like has this disgusting look like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Uh, it starts off old timey. In the flashback. Yeah, yep. there's a flashback at the beginning of the movie. But the flashback begins in the same town as the present, um, but they are burying a troll. And Ernest's ancestor, who is also portrayed by Jim Varney, is the leader of the town yeah. and is burying the troll and basically getting rid of him for the town. Um, the troll, obviously, he's like bound in a burlap sack and everything and yeah. he doesn't want to be let out. So he curses the Worrells to get yes. dumber and dumber every generation. Yeah. Hard cut to present day. <laughs> Where a girl is giving a book report on the town history. Yes. And the bully in the class says this line that I wrote tonight. History of the town, not nightmare on Troll Street, <laughs> is, was the assignment. <laughs> she needed to do an assignment at History of the Town, not nightmare on Troll Street. And then I think he high-fives another bully. Yes, that sounds and right. And the teacher's like, no, no, let her finish. This is important. <laughs> this Got was it. right before the note that I made on my rewatch, which was the teacher says, no, no, this is important. Let her finish. And then she finishes, and the teacher says, so, class, what did you think of the report and the bully says I think it's bull <laughs> to which the girl says it's not bull I read it in a book <laughs> that's like a back to school special <laughs> oh, I forgot about that <laughs> and so then the little girl is the one that's like oh the family was cursed to get dumber and dumber and dumber and then all of a sudden Ernest is driving a Garbage, garbage truck. Because he is a custodial engineer yeah. for the town of Briarville. And that, that was one of my other notes. <laughs> of course, of course. This, is, this is Missouri. <laughs> um, but I also noticed that Ernest was dragging like a street sign behind his truck, and some woman was chasing him like, Ernest, <laughs> stop, Ernest. <laughs> Uh, Which brings us to Ernest in the dump truck. Yes, this is garbage truck. This is the first time that yes. Ernest dies yeah. in the movie. <laughs> um, Ernest accidentally falls into the truck somehow, or climbs into the truck. Yes. I forget exactly, but his trusty sidekick uh, Rimshot is dog Rimshot. <laughs> um, starts pulling levers in the dump truck and. Turns it on Star Wars Death Star trash compactor style. Yeah. And Ernest is about to get crushed to death. And I shouldn't say about because he does get crushed to oh, death. Oh, yes, crushed. So Ernest's only three friends in the town of Briarville are three small grade school children. Yeah. And so they come running up and it's Elizabeth, the girl who is doing the report on Ernest's ancestor, Kenny and Joey. And they come up and they're like, oh no, Ernest is getting crushed in his garbage can or truck. Turn off all the things and they eject the load of compacted garbage. And it's just a pile of blood and guts and <laughs> Ernest is dead. <laughs> well, that's what it should be. But instead, it is a cubed shaped hunk of garbage with Ernest's head popping out the top and his feet popping out the bottom. And he's like, Death by garbage truck, Ernest's yes, death number death. one. He dies several times in the movie. So the other thing that I was reminded about rewatching this the first 10 minutes for the third time, fourth <laughs> time, was that Ernest makes a lot of different contraptions to save himself time, a little bit like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid's dad. So he's in the garbage truck and he has a remote control and like a cartoon 
lightning bolt goes from the remote yes. to the to him or something to the truck, uh-huh. and that's why it starts. And he's like, "Rimshot, I'm gonna get crushed, Rimshot." Uh, so the kids, Elizabeth, Kenny, and Joey, um, they have a fort in a park or something. It's a very public looking area. And the bully, the it sounds like a bunch of bull bully. Yeah. And his younger brother, who's the other bully, come and literally push over this cardboard fort yeah. that uh, the three Ernest three friends are in. And so they go over to Ernest and they are distraught <laughs> because their fort has been destroyed. <laughs> that Ernest being the wise man that he is. <laughs> the sage of Briarsville. <laughs> he comes up with a solution. Well, he, we shouldn't say he comes up with a solution. <laughs> they come up with a solution. Yes, that's one of my notes. Priest, Ernest, seven randos. <laughs> because Ernest is also known for playing different characters. And right. I think throughout the, his the ECU, he has played like... He's got Ernest. He's got like a soldier. He's got like an outback like explorer Ernest. Yeah. There's like a old woman with a neck brace Ernest yeah. and like not a valley girl but there's some other sort of weird does he do like a, like a Genghis Khan kind of yeah Ernest? okay there's seven randos yeah essentially seven randos and uh the quote that I have that one of them says is they they ain't no trees in Botswana I'm a lumberjack and I ain't never had a job <laughs> <laughs> so the randos are just are just rambling off all of this it was He's like telling some history story about Botswana. But none of it makes any sense. No. But what he gets out of the out of this multiple personality rant is the kid's fort got pushed over because it was a cardboard fort in the middle of a public area. Yeah. They need to get the high ground. Yeah. Which means building a, a tree fort rather than a cardboard fort yes. on the ground. So they go along with Ernest to try to find the perfect tree to put their fort in and they eventually wander onto this spooky property that um contains the biggest tree in the town of Briarsville and it just so happens to be the tree that the troll from the opening flashback was buried yes, under. It's like a big old naughty looking somehow in the course of a single afternoon, they're able to construct the most elaborate tree <laughs> fort anyone has ever seen. It's earnest, man. He's dumb as rocks, but he could build. But with these contraptions and inventions, while they're doing this, I, the woman who owns the property this tree is on, portrayed by Catwoman from... Yes, which I did not pick up on that. The Adam West TV Batman series. Um, she comes and is very upset because she's the only person in Briarsville who remembers the curse and remembers the trolls there. And now that yeah. someone with warl blood has desecrated the tree by putting like nails <laughs> yeah. in it, yeah. they have awakened the troll. Yeah. So, so he tries to settle things with Catwoman, which she comes off as like this crazy woman that's like two shopping bags full of crazy. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Crazy hair. Junk everywhere. <laughs> yes. Truth truth teller, though. So while er, uh, while Ernest is gone, the bullies, um, having nothing better to do than destroy these kids' forts, somehow find their tree fort in the middle of the creepy woods in the middle of the property that no one wants to go to because creepy Catwoman lives there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
the next note I have about the tree fort is all I, all I wrote was so much pizza wasted on bullies, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of want to get that out of t-shirt. <laughs> Just the picture of like Ernest on the back or something. <laughs> That's what we should have called the podcast. So much, so much pizza, pizza wasted, wasted on bullies. bullies. <laughs> episode one. Well, we can, we can title we the can episode. Go, we can go back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We can just re-record this episode again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That um, the germ. We'll eat pizza. So part of the contraptions that Ernest has built into this fort are food-related weapons, and they attack the bullies with a catapult that throws entire pies of pizza and just <laughs> slaps like the bullies right on the face. Or a why? or why a pizza? gun that launches yogurt, like it's just I mean bizarre. So I'm a huge advocate for nonviolence, right? <laughs> Would you consider shooting food at people a nonviolent way to deal with something, or is that violent? I, these pizzas were coming out of like pizza carry out like <laughs> delivery boxes like if these are hot pizzas like that cheese is giving these kids like third degree burns all right on their face all right you know Ernest Ernest is a fighting man when he needs to be he he's gone for this portion though he's like trying to con- yeah. like to settle things with Catwoman so the kids are just handling this by themselves but they are very proud of themselves and when Ernest comes back they are slapping five they are slapping five they are way pumped (laughs) okay so I think to be honest I think this is the part that I fell asleep because my notes go way (laughs) off until when he's actually fighting the troll and then I just like did a machine gun worth of notes. <laughs> We've missed so many things. So, so the so kid, the, the, I mean the, but the premise is that the troll gets awakened and he kind of feeds off of children. Right. The troll needs to collect children. And when he grabs them, he turns them into wooden dolls they call them dolls in the movie they're really large wooden statues yeah of children of the children that he has that kidnapped. are supposed to look like the kids but right do not no so every time he does this these brussels sprouts on the tree that have suddenly appeared get a little bit bigger and once the troll collects like six children or something like that the brussels sprouts will grow big enough that they will touch the ground and the trolls family of trolls will arise so which the Family of Trolls weren't in the flashback. This no, is like a new This is a new new wrinkle in retcon in, in the troll lore. So as the kids fresh off their pizza flinging victory over the trolls or over the bullies, I should say, um are going home, they split up in the dark and Joey, who at this point has a zero personality, like Elizabeth is the smarty pants, Kenny is like the good hearted kid, and then you got Joey. The reason Joey has no personality is because he's the first child abducted by the troll. (laughs) Was he wearing a red shirt? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So, so the kids, uh, they see the troll, they're freaked out, they're upset. They go after Ernest. None of the adults believe them except for Ernest, and so Ernest starts building all of these contraptions and traps to like try to catch the troll. Yeah. One of which is like he since he is the custodial engineer of the town, he sets up a dumpster with a really like intricate like food 
Oh yeah, kids in here with an arrow sign to like catch the troll. He also death number two of Ernest (laughs) is he sets up an enormous bear trap and at one point is trying to open it by pushing on one half of the bear, right? Pushing on one half of the bear trap Uh, with his hands and the other half with his feet, and it snaps shut and shoots Ernest up out of the shot above the above the bear trap so he doesn't get snapped in the bear trap so that's not his death so i actually do have death by bear trap question mark in my notes <laughs> because i don't know when or if he comes down <laughs> so ernest is setting up the traps the troll is collecting more kids he collects elizabeth at some point he he's going on his business yes. The night comes and the troll does not fall for any of the traps. Ernest catches something in his dumpster trap, but it turns out it's just the dumb bullies. They are so stupid, they get caught by this bad troll trap. Still covered in pizza? At this point, they're dressed up as trolls because they were trying to prank Kenny uh, and be like, ah, there's a troll. Dirtbags. Um, so... That's right. I just called a bunch of kids dirtbags. <laughs> they probably have terrible home lives. Well, their dad is the mayor of the town. Which... Which comes into play. Yes. Because the mayor is upset that the his kids are missing and he's complaining to the sheriff who's also Kenny's dad everyone's connected to everyone else Spriders so a small town <laughs> so Ernest shows up he's like I caught the troll I caught the troll and he opens up his trap and it's the two bullies so the mayor is like Ernest you're an idiot you're fired <laughs> so uh so Ernest is fired so he's driving a pickup truck home and happens upon the troll and so the troll jumps onto the pickup truck. Ernest climbs into the back of the pickup truck, leaving it to be driven by Rimshot. <laughs> Rimshot, who's like a Jack Russell Terrier or something. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a small, small dog. dog. And Don't drive angry. So they, they're fighting the troll, the troll who suddenly has a sword we've never seen before. Um, <laughs> so the troll is fighting Ernest. Eventually, Ernest somehow gets into a large metal barrel and falls out of the back of the truck. Now, this is bad enough, but then the truck is hit, or not the truck, the barrel that Ernest is rolling down the road in gets hit by another truck driven by the Tulip Brothers, (laughs) which I'm calling Ernest death number three. Oh, yeah, for sure. That is death number three. So Ernest... Ernest ends up somehow Rimshot must pull the truck around or something and pick up Ernest. The troll runs off in the confusion. Yeah. And uh, Rimshot brings Ernest still in barrel over to Catwoman who uses the jaws of life to get him out. Yes. And this is when Ernest finds out about the thing that'll stop the troll. Right. She also has a book of the prophecy of the troll. Yeah. Which... Maybe that had something about the Brussels sprouts. I don't know. We didn't learn about it in the flashback. She could have maybe shared that little book with him. <laughs> right from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. that would have been helpful. Uh, but he opens a couple pages that have been stuck to each other and finds out that there's some sort of rhyme about the troll can only be beaten by a mother's love or something like that. And M.I. blank K., which all of us know, M.I. blank K, <laughs> is Bulgarian Miak. 
Bulgarian Miak, of course. <laughs> Which is something that I will, over the years have texted Corey many times, just out of the blue. Probably haven't talked for like a month. But we've always got Miak. Miak. Sipping on my Miak. <laughs> Which kind of looks like a jar of like honey almost in the movie. Yeah, it's it's thick. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Bulgarian Miak. So he finds out that the Miak is the problem and for some reason gets really defeated over the course of this conversation and Catwoman has to start giving him a pep talk and telling him, like, you can't give up. You're the only one who can save us. <laughs> the great redneck hope. You are the, the great redneck hope. And does this, she say that or does he say that? She says it, but then Ernest climbs on board and <laughs> he like and that is the phrase that wins over Ernest. He is he is down for the count. He is out of the fight. He is finished. But wait, you're right. I am the great redneck hope. And then this is also when he says the line, I saw Hulkamania three <laughs> times, once in slow-mo. <laughs> so, uh, reinvigorated. Yes. Ernest grabs his Miak and heads to the city of Briarville uh, Halloween party where everyone is hanging out, having a good time, and no one is believing that there's a troll. They all think Ernest is crazy. Yeah. And then the troll attacks. I would like to point out at this point in the movie, I noticed that the troll has two noses. Yes. I was actually fairly impressed with the troll's costume yeah, makeup thing. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Like, I don't know what to compare it to, but it, it's like animatronic mouth and eyes and stuff. And it's it's clearly like a dude wearing like an upper torso and head of a troll. But yeah. it's for a kid's movie, It's it's a good scary thing yeah so the troll crashes the party and goes after the bully kid who is mayor murdoch's son you may recall and one thing i noticed on my rewatch last or a couple weeks ago was the was the troll is going in towards the bully the bully's flapping his arms around and saying no no don't get me and then the troll gets him turns him into a doll and the doll of the bully is dabbing (laughs) (laughs) is frozen mid dab oh man the fame so the troll at this point that might be his sixth child he just needs to get back to his tree gotta grow his brussels sprouts now but in comes Ernest with his meak which brings up one of the great lines of this movie eat meak and die (laughs) (laughs) well and he also says, how about a bumper sandwich booger lips? Because of the two noses. He's, he's got the got two noses and on. constantly just snot yes. dripping out of both of his noses <clears throat> into his mouth, I'm sure. It's not a pretty sight. Yes. And I think at one point somebody asks him if he thinks that he'll be able to take out the troll. And Ernest responds with, do rattlesnakes kiss carefully? They start saying that at work. <laughs> He's going to take him out. So, yeah. So he says, eat me, I can die. And poor little stupid Ernest. I said, <laughs> I said it. I said stupid. It. I said it. Stupid. Rebellion. <laughs> he realizes that Miak is not the answer. He, he is very 
overpowered, very much overpowered by the troll and thrown backwards into an ice cream machine at the party. Which I kind of thought this might be death number four. I could see that. I could see it's not, you'd definitely be injured. He wouldn't be getting up and walking away. Okay. Like no yeah. problem. Yeah. But he goes into this and the ice cream machine pours ice cream down onto Ernest. And that's when the troll is like, I'm out and runs away oh, yeah. with the dabbing bully doll. And so at this point, you, it kind of clicks in the viewer's mind like, hey, earlier there was a milk truck and the troll ran away. Or when he was in the fort, Ernest spilled his milk and the troll ran away. Now there's ice cream. I think there's something to this milk thing. Maybe it's not me. So all of the adults are like, the troll is real. We care suddenly. Yeah. And they run off. The troll at this point also turns rimshot. So Ernest suddenly has something he cares about. Like Elizabeth and Joey, they were his yeah, human really, friends. Yeah. He liked them. He would have gotten by without them. Yeah, whatever. But you get rimshot, and he is Oof, angry. Distraught. So he goes after it, and it's just the kids left alone at the party. And the dabbing bully's little brother and Kenny, they team up, and they're, the dabbing bully's brother says do you know how to beat the troll? And Kenny has figured it out. He's like, it's the milk. Come with me, guys. And all the Briarsville yeah. kids jump on their bicycles and go rob the local convenience yeah. store. They ride their bikes right through the store while the clerk is yelling and <laughs> waving his arm, trying to stop them. They go down and they steal every carton of milk that they can get. They've got baskets on their bikes. They're just pushing yeah. cartons of milk into yeah. the basket while the other kids are going and picking up super soakers and squirt guns. They're getting ready to fight these trolls. So the adults get to the trolls. At this point, the dabbing troll is the sixth troll that the troll needs. The Brussels sprouts touch the ground, and trolls start popping up left and right, and they immediately overpower the adults. They're shooting, the sheriff is shooting them with his gun, and the troll just eats the bullets and starts yep. spitting them back. That's right. The Ernest, <laughs> Ernest is trying everything he can nothing is working these trolls are running circles around the adults then the kids come and save the day with their super soakers full of milk <laughs> at some point all of these trolls are disappearing except for uber troll yeah or alpha troll yeah he's not yet uber troll yeah at this point the alpha troll says something to the effect of now i will have the power of demons <laughs> which if we would have made it that far <laughs> it, the movie would have gotten turned off then i'm always well, there's only click <laughs> go to bed <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's bedtime. Sweet dreams. I'm always a little bit amazed when wa watching these kids' movies from when we were kids now as an adult and thinking like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Like in Sleeping Beauty when yeah. the queen is like, now I will un unleash the full power of hell on you. Yeah. This was also, maybe it's late enough the movies, they're just like, the kids don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. They just they just, just keep going. Let's throw Let's throw Satan in there. <laughs> so Alpha Troll gets the demon power, turns into Uber Troll, which me basically just means he grows horns, he gets taller, he's more evil. And Ernest tries the milk, and the troll's like, milk doesn't work on anymore, Ernie boy. <laughs> so they don't know what to do. Catwoman shows up, and she's like, 
the poem said something about a mother's love. It's yeah. it's unconditional love yeah. that will beat the troll. And so everyone's freaking out. The troll turns Kenny. Kenny's a doll now. Everyone's upset because Kenny was yeah, the Kenny leader was of the, the kids. And no one knows what to do. Ernest has one last squirt gun full of milk. And we already know the milk's not going to work on it. But Ernest, without reading the Catwoman's prophecy book, he's like, unconditional love. And so he drops his squirt gun of milk, and as the angry troll comes running, charging towards him, Ernest just opens his arms wide up and gives him a big ol' Ernest grin and goes, Come here, little guy. (laughs) If you can see Corey's face right now, it's going to haunt my dreams tonight. (laughs) And unconditional love. And Ernest literally hugs the troll to death. But Ash, Thanos style. Here's here's my problem. If he if Ernest truly loved the troll unconditionally, he would be so upset that the troll is dead. <laughs> like if un if unconditional love was truly the way to defeat the troll, yeah, he would have had to like hug the troll, and then the troll turns into like Gizmo the Gremlin or something, and they're like, "Oh hey, I like this guy. He can uh, stick around." That's a, that's a good thought. If if he was truly unconditionally loving this troll. They would want the troll to stick around. He would become a valued member of society. Maybe he could be a member of the junior custodial society of the town of Briarsville or something. But no, he hugs him to death. And everyone cheers because the evil troll is dead. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) that is not unconditional love. So we know we talked about this in the first time we recorded this. (laughs) But what do you think was the main theme of the movie? Like... It took At me... the end of the day, when they go to the preview, and Ernest sits there, and he's like, "We really did it. We really, we really got this one done." The first time you asked me this question on our first record, yeah, I, I tried to think of an answer, and I was like, "It was probably like no one believed Ernest because he was a weirdo, but he was right about the troll all along. So yeah. maybe it's like be nice to weirdos, or maybe it was like which is kind of the theme of Ernest, and right? Like, or maybe it was like Kenny and the dabbing bully's brother, like they team up at the end. So maybe it's like don't be a bully, team up with the nerds or something. I don't yeah. know, but no, I figured it out. The answer is." Always take the high ground. (laughs) At the beginning, when Ernest and his multiple personalities are telling the kids where to build the fort. Ain't no trees in Botswana, kids. There's no high ground then. Because they built their fort in a tree, they've got the high ground. And at the end, as they're fighting all the trolls with their milk squirt guns and various other milk-related weaponry. Yeah. Ernest again breaks out the randos and starts talking about the high ground. Oh, they start yeah. using the contraptions in the treehouse to like start shooting milk at all of these yeah. things, and the milk wipes out the trolls. Clearly, always have the high ground. And everybody thought that Ernest should try to destroy the troll as best he could, and he took the high ground <laughs> and he gave that troll a big Ernest goofy hug instead. <laughs> And that... then he turned him to troll dust. <laughs> <laughs> Murdered him with love. <laughs> Taking the high ground. Literally killed him with kindness. 
<laughs> I think that's a good spot to end it. I think we've reached the conclusion. Uh, Peeker to scared stiff. <laughs> uh, all right. This has been the first episode of Haven. It's a podcast. Uh, until next time when we do Ernest Scared Something. Yeah, Ernest Scared, <laughs> Ernest scared Christmas. <laughs> Ernest Scared Camp. He's a stupid dog, so he, yeah. he <laughs> fails. He fails to save Ernest. Uh, I fall asleep during movies, even if I like them. It's not bull. I read it in a book. Anyway, catchphrase TBA. <laughs> <laughs>